Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. This is Ion Foxborough, the premier podcast for all things New England Patriots. Brought to you by Mass Live. Welcome to the Ion Foxborough podcast. I'm Karen Garigian. I'm here with Mass Live's Lauren Campbell, and today. We're pleased to welcome Patriots cornerback and special teams returner, Marcus Jones. Hey, Marcus, how's it going? I'm doing good. How you doing? How you doing? Uh, we're doing great. Uh, thanks for coming on the show. Uh, there's plenty of things for us to chat about, uh, namely your outlook for 2024 after spending most of 2023 on IR. Uh, but also, I- I'd love to talk about your promising music career. Um, first off, though, let's uh, let's dig into a little football. How are you health-wise? Um, you suffered, I believe, uh, at the time, what was described as a torn labrum. Uh, you know, tr- I think you were trying to tackle Jalen Waddle, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. In the yeah. Miami game. So how are you? Do you think you'll be good enough uh, to participate in the early camps? Oh, yeah, um, I'm doing great. Um, taking it day by day. Uh, body's doing good. Uh, I trust the organization, trust the medical staff to where I'll definitely be good for the season and everything like that. But there's ways and steps to everything and to make sure that I'm fully healthy, healthy and everything like that for the season. Have you ever had you ever suffered any kind of injury as I don't know, I guess severe or major is that one? Oh yeah. I um I had shoulder surgery coming into uh my That's rookie right, coming year. I had in. bilateral. I had bilateral. Yeah. So this is just one. So like um yeah. like champ at this. So I know <laughs> I know exactly what to do. I've been through two before, so this is just one. So I'm good. Okay. <laughs> but you you say you're feeling pretty good, uh all mm. things considered. Yeah, yes ma'am. Um how tough was it for you being out, like sitting out the whole season? You know, you, you had such a promising rookie campaign and everyone was so excited to to see you progress uh, last year. How tough was that for you? Oh, it was real tough in the sense of being out there. I wanted to be out there with my teammates, you know, went through the hard off season and then, you know, training camp and things like that. But um, I'm, I'm locked in. Um, I'm gonna make sure my body's doing good and everything like that. Uh, definitely want to be out there with my brothers, and I'm gonna make sure to take advantage of every opportunity that comes up, every snap and every meeting and everything like that. So ready to get back to it in 2024. Did you do most of your rehabbing in Georgia, or were you kind of back and forth? Oh, I was I was moving around. So did you spend any time with uh, Christian Gonzalez, who also? <laughs> Who also uh, missed a lot of the season with an injury. Uh yeah, I um, I like I said before, I've I've been through it, so I was kind of giving him some tips and everything. Anytime he wanted to ask me about certain things and stuff like that, I was there to help him out with that and everything too. So, 
so you mentored him with shoulder problems, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's just one of them uh, things to where I, lo I love to help people in general, but especially the younger guys to where um, they just know what to do and how to do it because in life, you're not going to know everything, but having that mentor in a sense or an older guy that has been through it uh, kind of ease the mind and, you know, make you feel better about the situation of going through it, rehab, and then also getting back into fully healthy. Would you say you and Christian are kind of looking forward to kind of hitting the ground running and, and, you know, getting out there and showing your stuff this coming year? Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, we sit by each other in meetings and everything. So, uh, Me and him always uh, have something to talk about <laughs> and everything. But yeah, man, he's a great person. Uh, quiet, just does the work and everything. And uh, it's, it's great to see. It's funny, people say the same thing about you. <laughs> so I guess you, Uh, you guys are <laughs> you guys yeah, are a good I got, pair. I got a little bit more. I got a little bit more personality than Yeah, uh, Gonzo so we're or going anything to talk like about that. that <laughs> a little bit. Um, a lot has changed since uh, you last played last season. Uh, coach Belichick is gone. Uh, Gerard Mayo is now the head coach. Uh, the defensive staff um, has pretty much... stayed the same for the most part um do you see at least from you know your side or players looking forward to kind of turning the page and getting on with the new regime kind of, so to speak So, um, first off, man, I want to, I want to give a big thanks to, to coach Belichick, just all the stuff that he's done for the organization and the community, every, everything as a whole. Um, he's the one that ended up seeing, you know, things in me and, uh, being able to, uh, end up drafting me. So that was a blessing and everything. Um, but I feel like everyone's feeling good about the situation of, um, still having a guy that was part of, of coach Belichick's. tree you know um so it's not that much change whenever it comes to somebody coming in and changing the whole uh <laughs> whole thing whole playbook all types of stuff so just having someone that we also trust as well you know he's he's been there for a minute and he's also played for the organization so he knows what comes in the ins and outs of conditioning and uh being part of an establishment that that has been uh good for a very long time so i know that us as a whole, we're, we're ready to hit the ground running, um, especially with a guy that we trust. What what was your biggest takeaway? Um, what's the biggest thing you learned or took from being coached uh, by Coach Belichick? Um, which I've always pride myself in this and no complacency, but like he really drives it, you know, no matter what happens, uh, win or loss, you know, we're always trying to look for, of course, you won't be, uh, perfection in a sense but uh permanent making things permanent so practicing it so much to where you don't even have to think about it and just go out there and play and take it one snap at a time so just just his presence and how he talks with film and just dissects things and try to make it simple uh for people it, it helps out a lot so i really appreciate him for that What's your sense of Gerard? Did you get to have much interaction with him at all? oh for Uh, sure I mean, he was with the linebackers, but he was, you know, kind of the guy that was mapping things out. And what, what's your, what's your impression of him? Um, his impression, uh, well, my impression on him is um, that he's one of those guys to where he he shows the love of the game. You know, um, 
it's it at, at the end of the day it's a kid's sport uh <laughs> we're going out there and playing our all of course but um he brings the excitement you know while we making a play man get excited with your teammates you know you worked in the off season like i said before and just showing that excitement and everything like that we get to play football on sunday with millions of people watching so why not have fun with it and everything uh so um definitely learned that from him and then also man just having that personality whenever you're walking around and everything just yeah he just has that excitement to him I'm not, I'm not asking this as a knock on coach Belichick, but I'm just wondering if, if coach Mayo is a little more relatable to you guys. I mean, I mean, he was a player maybe within the past 10 years and does that relatability help? Do you think with, you So, know, with you guys? yeah, so with, with that, that's what I meant by the trust aspect. He's been part of the organization and, and been in our shoes as well. So he he knows about the hard work and the dedication that's needed um, to be uh, in an establishment like that, you know? So just being, having someone that's been in our shoes before helps out a lot and, and the trust is just there. Mm hmm. Do you have any sense um, if you might, you know, with things changing, you know, the offensive side changing, if you'll get any more run on offense? Because you did your rookie year, you you're sprinkled in for a few plays and you did well. And I know you identify yourself as a defensive back, Yeah. but is there any, I mean, would you be open to once again kind of, having multiple roles like that if Gerard, Yeah, so you know, if Gerard asked. that's the million dollar question everybody wanna know. <laughs> um yeah, I'm open to it. Like I, I love playing both sides. Of course I'm a defensive person. Like that's that's what it is. You know, you said it, but uh I love playing offense as well. And like I said before, if it's helping a team, then I'm down for it. But uh, yeah, I love being on the offensive side as well. So I'm all I'm always end up doing a return in the defense. But if he needs me to play offense too, I'm I'm down for it, one hundred and ten percent. <laughs> well, you, you were the league's leading uh, special teams punt returner as a rookie. Uh, you you had a couple of picks and uh, were really involved. But as I said, offensively, you made a few plays there as well. Um, I, but I guess you'd probably have to yet learn yet another offense with <laughs> with. Mm -hmm. oh with I don't have a I don't have a problem with that I, I uh I would say I'm blessed in the sense of learning plays pretty quick formations and everything like that so I've been playing offense and defense when I was in college so like that kind of helped out and kind of translate a little bit whenever I got to the league but um now I want to go ahead and try to get my position as athlete unlisted on the paper and everything like that instead of just <laughs> defensive back and everything so uh yeah I want to try to get athlete on there if I can and everything that, that would be nice so Well, I'm looking forward. Again, I don't know anything myself, but I'm looking forward to seeing uh, what Coach Van Pelt might have in store for the offense. Uh, I mean, we don't know who the quarterback's going to be yet. You might have a new quarterback. So I, I guess that's, you know, that's where all the curiosity lies. So, Yeah, that's whenever uh, you get, which I always pride myself in this as well, is control what you can control. You know, um, I know whoever it is at the end of the day uh, going to have to put in work and, and show, you know, um, this league is big on 
how long can you do it? You know, how, how many times can you do it and how long you can do it? Like that's, that's the main thing. So uh, at the end of the day, we're trying to win a Super Bowl. So we're going to make sure to put in that work and keep our head down. All right. Let's, uh, let's flip to your promising music career. I know, <laughs> I guess you would call, is it like an, would you characterize it kind of an off season hobby or uh, how would you describe you know, what you're doing musically right now? Yeah, I would say it's, it's definitely a hobby. Uh, I've been doing it for a little minute, but when people end up seeing me, whether that's in the studio or I show them how I make songs, you're like, no, nah, Marcus, this, is, this isn't a hobby at all. <laughs> like They end up seeing how much it is into it, how many takes I end up doing and how I build a song from the beginning to the end. And they're like, no, if I try to do that, it looks like <laughs> hieroglyphics in a sense. Like they like, oh no, I don't know what to do <laughs> or how to do it. So I've um people always ask, they'll be like, Are are you a rapper? Are you a singer? And I'm like, I'm neither. I'm for sure not a good I'm not a singer. Like I just wanna let y'all know that. Like it's not oh, that I don't think you're giving thing. yourself enough credit, but go ahead. <laughs> uh, I um I'm an artist at the end of the day. Um I'm one of those people to where I just try to make people feel good in a sense, you know, whether they bopping their head or dancing to the songs. Uh, that's what I usually try to do. For those in the audience, he he has an, a name, a pseudonym kind of. You're known as Elliot J in your yeah. music world. Uh, how did you come up with that? Yeah, so my middle name is Elliot. So okay. that's what I, you know, my last name is Jones. So I just put the Elliot J and everything. And most people end up seeing it as like a misspelling it so like i'll be having to tell people it's with two t's guys so e-l-l-i-o-t-t -T, then dot j so <laughs> but yeah i um ended up coming up with that and i was like hey it kind of sounds good so <laughs> yeah, I, was like, I guess i'll go ahead and stick with it well i didn't know if that's like you know your alternate personality elliot j or <laughs> or how you, uh, yeah. you know consider it but um for those listening uh you can listen to Marcus's music, uh, on YouTube. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, I listened to one of your songs called make it right. And I thought, yeah. I thought it was great. Now you're able to kind of put everything together by yourself using computer, mm -hmm. computer generated yeah. music, and then you attach your voice to it. Is that basically what you do? So, so basically what I do is, um, Usually, sometimes I'll end up getting a sample from a producer or uh, they'll end up having a certain sample. And what I'll do is record my vocals like at home. I'll record them at home, do it like that. And then I'll end up kind of arranging what I want to do. I'll add some things here and there, add the drums to it on how I want to add the drums. End up putting the automations, reverb, delay, all types of stuff to where the vibe fits. And then I'll end up... Uh, sending it to my mixing engineer. I'll listen to that. And then I see, you know, I'll be like, all right, now I'm going to get it mastered. So master and making sure it sounds good in the clubs or sound good through the iPhone and everything. And then kind of go from there. Did you always have this interest? Anyone in your family, like a noted singer or songwriter? Or uh, no, one, no one big, but my dad always used to, uh, play around with turntables so I was around music all the time or he'll have an MPC so he used to mess around producing as well it wasn't anything big but it was just people would come over and he'll just mess around with that so I was around music for a very long time and then I was like man I'm gonna try to start making beats so I started doing that then I was like people not just gonna listen to beats all day so let me learn how to record myself so eventually I built into 
learning how, how to do that and then just went on from there. How big is your catalog right now? Oh, very Oh. big. <laughs> very, no, it's very big, very big. So like I can honestly, depending on the day, I mean, sometimes it takes longer than others for different songs. Um, but I haven't recorded until like a month. I haven't recorded since a month and a half. And then I ended up making one song that was pretty good the other day. But I would say I'm probably sitting on like six, well, 500 songs, probably like that. Oh Like, my gosh. like <laughs> no, it's a lot. <laughs> But Cause when did you start this? In kindergarten? no, so like I started this like my junior year in high school, but That was like, guys, nobody would hear that. Like, nobody would hear that stuff. Because, like, you got to build into finding your sound and then making sure it sounds good and everything. But I can end up making stuff pretty fast because I've been doing it for a long time. So, and most of the time, the more simple, the better, because you don't have to have it everything going crazy because the mind can only hear, well, the ears can only hear so much and then the mind can only vision so much as well. So, It's just all about what type of vibe you're going for. So whether that's pop, R&B, hip-hop, reggae, just make it to where people like it. Yeah. Has anyone picked up any of your music anywhere? So, yeah, in the UK, I ended up having uh, my Make It Right song that she was talking about end up going number nine in the UK. So charting in the UK. So that was that was pretty nice to end up having that. And I ended up making that one. Uh, It was... So it just went number nine literally this past year, but I made that song for like pre-draft process. Like I was in uh, an Airbnb in Atlanta and this is whenever I had my shoulder surgery. So like I had my back, like I'm in a sling recording myself and everything like that. So I ended up doing that and then I put it out probably I'd say six months later or something like that, six or seven months later, everything. Well, after the season, and then next thing you know, ended up charting. So most people think songs are just made and then they're out. Nah, I was sitting on that song for a little minute <laughs> and then <laughs> ended up putting some marketing to it and stuff. Now you're not the t you're not you're not going to be out there like Taylor Swift having concerts or anything like that, right? Or are you? Nah, I mean, I don't plan on it, but however, like, If it's the right time, then then I will. I, I want to uh, end up making music with a lot of people because I don't have one just genre that stands. So like like I said, I mess around with all type of productions. So if Taylor Swift was to come up to me and be like, "Hey, I would love to make some music," I would I would love to as well. So <laughs> it's a lot of people that I like to uh, listen to. The Weeknd, um, great people. Uh, I've always been a Drake fan, so Drake. Um, Wouldn't that be Just cool certain if people they just like? end up making crazy sonically good music. Mike Dean, he's the producer. Uh, K. Trinata, like it's all types of people that I would love to end up making You either music collaborated with. or opened for one of those <laughs> acts. Oh That would yeah, be see that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I would love to to end up collaborating because I've been with engineers and like producers that have been doing this for like 20 years and stuff, and they're just like whenever I show them, they're like. Oh no, you've been it's like you've been doing this for 25 years. And I'm just like, nah, I haven't been doing it for that long. But some people got it and some people don't. So I'm I'm blessed enough to end up being able to hear what other people like to hear. Could your music like end up on, I don't know, in movies or, or something like that or commercials even? Yeah, so I've met some people. 
I've met some people, I haven't had anything yet, but I've met some people that's directors for movies. And so those are called sync placements. So people would end up getting those on commercials and movies and everything. So basically you'll go through a DP or what you'll do is go through people that basically look for syncing and you'll end up having a song and then they got to go through a whole little process of doing stuff because people shoot movies like two, two, three years before the movies even come out. So you have to go through that. Then it's a whole bunch of change and it goes on. It's a lot of stuff behind the scenes that people don't be knowing. Well, I think it's cool to find out that, you know, football players aren't like all football uh, 24 seven. And, you know, you have hobbies and things you do outside of the game. Uh, but I'm guessing your primary love is still playing the sport. Oh, for sure. Yeah. That's, that's number one, but I have a lot more hobbies that I, uh, that I do. I've, I've always played a lot of sports when I was little. So me managing my time, like I golf, I've been golfing since I was four years old. So that uh, make Well, don't me. tell me you're like a, a zero handicap or something. No, 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 no. I'm like 10, I'm 10 over, I'm 10 over, but that's still solid. Not being able to play six months out of the year. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, Marcus, it's been great chatting about football, your music, and uh, maybe when you have your next hobby, we'll bring you back for that. And we can talk about that one too, when you're on the golf tour. How's that? Oh, uh, no, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, thank y'all for having me. Thank you. Thanks, Marcus. This has been Ion Foxborough, brought to you by Mass Live. <laughs>